The following program is intended for mature audiences. Talking that naughty Rocky movie tonight. Stiff competition on Flesh Wound After Dark. We're extra stiff tonight. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by Producer Todd. How goes it, yeah. Producer Todd? Mm, not good now. Yeah. It's always good. It's Flesh Wound After Dark. We haven't done vinegar we haven't done a vinegar syndrome title in a while, come to think of it too, so yeah, all is right with the world, Tad. We've we've got we've got '80s golden era erotica on 4K. This is a 4K review, Tad. First, they don't st- let Stallone in Creed three. Now they don't let him in stiff competition. What's next? <laughs> hey, you know Stallone. He did do some hardcore work. Yeah, this isn't so. kiddies. <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying he was past that at this point, but uh, you never know. You never know. He might, he might be down for stiff competition too. You could get Frank Stallone. Oh. I think Frank would be down. Oh, Frank would definitely be down. If Sage were still with us, he'd be down too. So, <laughs> Ugh, so anyways, uh, so we're going to, we're going to tackle this one as always if you have any requests for flesh wound after dark drop them in the comments section these shows have been doing exceptionally well so we do appreciate it and uh yeah we covered a lot of uh, vinegar syndrome titles in the past uh, particularly pre-youtube which was like everything um so yeah there's there's some newer ones that well newer releases that we haven't covered. So if you're interested, think some you want to see a review for, comment on the on this video and we will get on it at some point. Busy schedule though. You forget how many erotic thrillers there are and uh we've got non-exploitation shows, exploitation shows. <laughs> we've got a lot for you. We're trying to tackle a little bit of everything that falls under the after dark banner. So uh, stay tuned because we will we will get to it. We do hear you. All right. So stiff competition from 1985 and director Paul Vitelli, the late Paul Vitelli. In this one, athletes are gearing up for the annual suck off championship, a competition dedicated to crowning the woman with the best oral technique. Tap coach Jeff loses his star contender, the mouth after she quits mid-round during an exhibition match. Desperate for a new new would-be star athlete to compete for the world title, he finds the perfect candidate in the form of the shy and inexperienced Tammy. Realizing her tremendous potential, Jeff convinces her to begin a rigorous training process, but when the reigning champion, Cynthia Silkthroat, and her sleazy manager, Jake the Snake, not that one, uh, get wind of Tammy's incredible abilities, they begin a sinister campaign to ensure she doesn't win the coveted title. 
one of the last hurrahs from the hardcore theatrical era. Paul Batelli's stiff competition is a snappily paced sex farce boasting an all-star cast headlined by Gina Carrera, Cindy Summers, John Leslie, Herschel Savage, and Todd's favorite kitten, Natividad. Picarama proudly presents stiff competition on 4K. All right. So I think it's beautiful that we get something like this on, on 4K. Uh, kudos to Vinegar Syndrome. I think this is a good a good one to put on there. I know there there's some people that uh, listen to the show who are not maybe the biggest, you know, hardcore fans, but did enjoy the humor of this one. And I'm kind of curious to see uh, what everybody thinks of it. Uh, so a little bit of background on the cast in this in this film. Uh, so Gina Carrera, uh, she was somebody who was a name. She wasn't really around as long as you would think, though. Uh, she was very much one of those ones that, that only worked really kind of a few years. But as we all know, uh, a few years, you can churn out a lot of movies. Uh, there was a lot of scenes that uh, she had done that were recycled into other films, which kind of makes it look like she worked a lot longer than she actually did. And, uh, and yes, so this one is noted, uh, notable also for Kitten, uh, who Todd, what's one of your all-time favorites with Kitten? I think, a, what, a top ten? Oh, well, I mean, I'm a huge Taking It Off fan. Yes, yes, I know that's a big one for you. I met her. I actually got her autograph back there off to the side. Uh, she was she was pretty cool. And, uh, yes, so first I just want to get into, like I said, a little bit of the history here. Uh which they go over in the audio commentary, which is with uh, Gina Carrera, moderated by Casey Scott, who always slays it on these uh, audio commentaries. There's a lot of stuff that even I didn't know. And uh, uh, she talks a little bit about Jim South uh, giving her, uh, kind of really making her, giving her her start. Uh, and some of the other names she used, like Olivia Chase, Misty Rains, some of you may uh, remember a lot of that. Uh, she also goes over, this wasn't initially her movie, it was Little Oral Annie, it was going to be a vehicle for her, uh, but she had dropped out and the role, uh, the role became hers. Uh, tragically, David Cannon... Uh, uh, he, he passed, I believe, um, and uh, the director died of AIDS. Uh, so a lot of people from this this era that unfortunately are just not uh, not around anymore. Uh, and I, I apologize. I think I killed off David Cannon. Uh, <laughs> Kevin James, I, I mean, uh, had passed away. Uh, she talks a little bit about her country music career, which I was totally unaware of, and uh, 
some really good information about what she was up to post adult films. Uh, I really enjoyed this interview quite a bit. And uh, Paul did die, unfortunately, in 1986, in 1986, shortly after this film, uh, as I said, of AIDS, which was uh, very, uh, very sad because he made a, a film called Erotic Zone which was kind of a, a parody of Twilight Zone and a really, uh, really, that's a good film. I'm hoping maybe Vinegar Syndrome might have it. Uh, one thing of note that I highly recommend you do listen to the bonus features. She also talks a little bit about Ron Jeremy at the time and had some good things to say about him. Uh, obviously, we all know where things ended up with Ron Jeremy, but uh, at least at this particular point, she said he was pretty nice guy. So, uh, so yeah, some good, some good history on the movie. As far as the movie itself, adult films of the golden era they can be harder to recommend if you weren't already a fan. Uh, trying to ex explain that they weren't just about the adult content is a, a really tough sell that I've had. You have the, the more horror-centric people. Anytime Vinegar Syndrome puts one out, they tend to shit on these movies and make fun of them, uh, which always kind of hits me in the feels because I do love these, these films so very much. Um, this is something that I think works as a comedy. The comedic elements work very well in this film. Gina Carrera is adorable. Uh, you know, kittens, kitten. Uh, her her assets are on display. Uh, John Leslie and Herschel Savage are pros. You get a small non-sexual from Paul Thomas as one of the announcers. Uh, he, he's actually really seems to be into his, his part here. And there was a lot of fun watching him. Uh, Todd, before I get too deep into it, what did you think of Stiff Competition? Did you see this back in the day? Actually, I don't think I did. I mean, I, I knew of the, you know, the Rocky, you know, parody, but I, I want to say this is the first time that I've ever seen it. Um, and it, 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 the concept, I mean, take Rocky, make it about a blowjob. I mean, it, 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 it nails what it's going for. Um, the Super Bowl of suck-offs. So... <laughs> It makes for an entertaining spoof. It really does. It does. Uh, and the it's it's not all just uh, oral techniques. There There is a little bit more going on with that. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It could be a fun night to like pair this as a joke if you're watching maybe the new Creed movie uh, or, or something like that um and the production values are beautiful a lot of extras for an adult film in this uh which i think really adds to the production uh values um another one that gina does talk about on the audio commentary that i think uh casey scott does 
more or less confirm is coming from Vinegar Syndrome is the uh, adult period piece, Lust on the Orient Express. That is a big one. I'm a big fan of that. I hope it gets a 4K as well. It probably will. It seems like it's all about the 4Ks now for Vinegar Syndrome. Um, also kind of catches you up. Bridget Monet, who became a doctor. Uh, yeah, that as always, I think the audio commentary is like the biggest highlight for me uh, with these films. And uh, yeah, I I do enjoy this one quite a bit. I recommend it a little bit more broadly. I think this is a this is one that will amuse you even if you're not fully into the golden era adult classics. Um, and I thought the gimmicks were funny. Linda Lone Star doing the, the cowgirl gimmick here. The gag where you have these old like golden girls who are watching the suck off on TV. And uh, I like the one ladies like, where are the hard cocks? <laughs> that was funny. I would have liked some information on them. Like, who the hell were they, and how did you get them to appear in this thing? Did they even know what they were in? Because that, I, I thought, was just hilarious. And, uh, yeah, I think this one this one works really well. As far as the erotic content goes, I don't know that there's anything uh, super special, but if you're into Gina, she looked great. Sometimes the 4K, especially Blu-ray, Blu but... 4k presentation some of these girls you see a lot of flaws uh but i think uh gina was looking amazing uh at this point so uh that goes to modern porn too not just the golden era. Yeah. 4k is <laughs> some of the well even dvd like some of the early like carlos tobolina films that they put out on dvd there were some yeah, there's some very questionable performers <laughs> in those movies, but I like Tobolina's films. Um, and uh, yeah, this is definitely an A title. Uh, the Golden Era kind of ended in 84, but I, I kind of extend it to 85 because I think there were some still some notable things coming out in 85. And of course, The Poonies, one of my all-time favorite adult films one of my earliest adult films uh came out in 85 so this this really was kind of the end of an era at this point if you're of the right age which i'm not really i mean a lot of this stuff i saw after the fact uh you see a massive change i mean even just going into the late 80s versus the mid early 80s uh the industry changed drastically i mean you you didn't have anything uh, like this it was very rare uh in fact the 90s was probably the least uh they they really didn't go for it in terms of lavish productions the same way uh that you had i mean there's exceptions obviously but a lot of the effort wasn't quite there like it used to be and uh, well that's because so the industry changed i mean the why yeah. spend the amount of money someone with a video camera and you know i get it from yeah a practical standpoint but it does sort of make me sad not seeing uh adult filmmakers really just go for it and really try to make like an actual film 
we anymore. we got back to that. I mean, it had to become special again. Otherwise, it was just, you know, yeah, porn. I, I I think. Yeah, we had the Axel Bronze, the big parodies, yeah. and everything uh, that that started to come out too. Uh, but you really watch like the '90s. There's even some of the parodies too. <laughs> like some of them, it's like we had a budget of like fifty bucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it, the budget. Yeah, well, because I mean, there were so many people in the market. It was hard to how do you compete? Yeah, no, that's true, and it's unfortunate. You know, it is what it is. You can still be creative uh, while just shooting on, uh, you know, a cell phone. I mean, you can still be creative and do something unique that catches people's attention. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I do kind of miss these days. And I'm glad that Vinegar Syndrome is preserving some of it. And I think this one is absolutely one you should pick up. Like I said, uh, it's hard to predict what you may or may not be into in terms of the performers or the women. But I think this is a really strong uh title and i really kind of admire and you know just what it was like at that time uh because gina was never a contract girl and she talks about that she did a ton of scenes but she was never uh, a contract girl and she talks about some films like on golden blonde which she was in with ginger lynn who of course was one of the big big stars of the time and managed to have uh, a solid a solid mainstream career she she at least got to do some different things after the fact and uh uh she runs down a lot of a lot of her films i remember her well i did not realize how short of a time she was actually in the business it, it kind of blew my mind too but when I look back at it, I'm like, well, yeah, it's a lot of recycled scenes that happen all the time. So kind of, uh, kind of makes sense that, that you were looking at a lot of reused stuff. Um, and she's a lot of unfair things that we still deal with today. She talks about being fired by playboy for doing adult films, which is just wild that they would do that. Uh, and also, I had referenced on a earlier show that we did Andy Milligan. She also talks about uh, doing the weirdo, which was one of the last, the second to last, I believe, if memory serves film that Andy Milligan made. So there's a lot here for grindhouse fans and everything as well. Uh, I think vinegar syndrome did an amazing job on this release. As far as the movie goes, I'm four stars on the movie. It's not an all time favorite. But I had a lot of time watching it, even if you edited out the uh, the more hardcore stuff, I can still really enjoy this movie uh, based on uh, the other merits of the actors and the comedy. Uh, and as always, they slay it with the extras as well. Uh, give me a good commentary and I'm set. How about you, Todd? What say you? I think you liked it a little bit more than me. Um, it, it's no, it's no uh, corporate assets, but I, I'm a solid three and a half. Okay, okay, yeah, the, it's it's one that I, I am happy that they put out more Nina Hartley, please. I know she came in 
towards the the end of the golden era but i would like to see some more nina hartley give me some nina hartley 4ks and one that i've asked about a lot uh over the years uh because it was announced back in the day from code red i don't know where it lies now but i hope we're still getting a blu-ray of the notorious 1976 film from Sean Costello, Water Power. If anybody's heard anything about that, maybe still coming, uh, no pun intended. There was uh, backlash when Code Red announced it, so. Yeah, who had, uh, I It drives me crazy when people rage, like if it's not just some I think 80s there was, horror movie, they bitch about it. I mean, I, there was I some legality of it that was problematic, and I believe that's what VS said why they weren't going to touch it. Ah, uh, okay, so it's not, it couldn't be vinegar syndrome. All right, I, I could have got cleared up, uh, but I think it had more to do with the, the content than the actual, uh, I'm like uh, music clearances or something like that, but I could be wrong, but that's what I remember being the issue when it was announced. It is based on the enema bandit. (laughs) So I'll put it that way. If you want some, some uh, backstory. Yeah. Look into water power. Somebody needs to put it out. That's all I have to say. Maybe the demon will do it. And on that note, (laughs) on that note, Guys, that's all we have for you here. We'll see you next time. Good night. Oh, yeah. Good evening.